Hey, it's Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. We've got some news updates surrounding cannabis in court. We're covering TikTok, Delta 8 THC, and cannabis giants suing the federal government. We've also got a cool report on California passing an undercover cannabis sales test. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. Marijuana Moment reported that several of the largest multi-state cannabis companies are joining together to sue the federal government over what they believe is unconstitutional policy that impedes the cannabis industry. There are two lawsuits to be filed. One is for cannabis companies suing for the right to do interstate business, and the second is to try to stop tax code 280E from being applied to cannabis industry businesses. 280E is the tax code that prevents a cannabis business from deducting just about all normal business expenses, such as rent, payroll, insurance, and everything else. Ascend Wellness is one of the cannabis companies that's suing the government in this lawsuit. Their CEO, Abner Curtin, said that there are at least six other major cannabis operators considering joining the lawsuits. Some of those companies involved in the discussions are Cureleaf and Terrasend. And another group which has been preliminarily involved is the American Trade Association of Cannabis and Hemp. The group of industry leaders has already hired their legal representation team, the prominent Boys Schiller Flexner LLP law firm, which is led by David Boys. Boys has been involved in many high-profile federal cases, with some past clients such as the U.S. Justice Department and Vice President Al Gore. He also represented the plaintiffs in a case which led to removing California's ban on same-sex marriages. The fact that Boys is willing to take on this case indicates a belief in potentially being able to win based on the validity of the subject, which is great encouragement for the cannabis industry moving towards legalization. The American Trade Association of Cannabis and Hemp, which has been in discussions and potentially will be a co-plaintiff in the case, spoke about their belief in the case's merit. The president of that association, Michael Bronstein, told Marijuana Moment that they firmly believe that the Controlled Substances Act and the IRS Tax Code 280E are being misapplied to legal businesses and merits constitutional protections for cannabis. The lawsuits haven't yet been filed, but the plans are to do so in the next few months. The final signatures from the other companies in the group discussions about the lawsuit are still needed before they can go ahead and file the motions. Ascend Wellness's CEO, Abner Curtin, pointed out that the timing of the lawsuit was purposeful. The Senate is currently stalling on passing cannabis banking reform and legalization, and at the same time, the Supreme Court is leaning towards overturning federal involvement in abortion manners by saying that it should be up to the states to decide on its legality. Abner Curtin said, we would make the same argument. Meaning if the federal government says it's up to the states to decide on abortion, then it should be up to the states to decide on cannabis as well. And there should be no federal involvement. Curtin also said, Hopefully, this will be another factor so that the Senate says, you know, we've got to get off our ass or we're going to lose this issue to the courts. So one way or another, the cannabis industry is nudging the federal government closer and closer to legalization. Last week, New York state officials wrote an open letter to TikTok asking them to allow cannabis education advertisements after they were recently rejected. TikTok has a strict advertising policy that bans the promotion, sale, solicitation of, or facilitation of access to illegal drugs, 
controlled substances, prescriptive drugs, drugs for the purpose of recreation, homeopathy, enhancement performance, and weight loss. The New York State Office of Cannabis Management recently tried to run advertising regarding public health and safety, and they were informed that TikTok would not take cannabis ads of any kind, including government accounts promoting health and education. So last week, the director of the New York State Office of Cannabis Management, Chris Alexander, sent the letter to TikTok. The letter was asking TikTok to change their blanket ban of all cannabis advertisements. They argued that cannabis safety advertisements are an essential way to speak to young people about the potential risks attached to cannabis use. They said, Our public health campaign also delivers the message that it's both unsafe and illegal to drive while impaired on cannabis. Another important message for this age group where decision-making often leads towards risk-taking. So far, TikTok has not responded. The confusion over Delta-8 THC's legality under federal law has prompted many states to limit or restrict how it can be sold. A recent court case ruling, though, settled the matter. A federal appeals court ruled that Delta-8 THC derived from hemp is lawful and eligible for trademark protection. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals said in its ruling that because Congress legalized not just hemp, but also its derivatives and extracts in the 2018 Farm Bill, that Delta-8 THC is legal if it's derived from a hemp extract, and in this case, it was CBD. The three-judge appeals panel ruled that Delta-8 THC is not a controlled substance under federal law if it comes from hemp. However, the ruling does not address the legality of selling consumable Delta H THC products. It's up to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to oversee how those products would be sold. And so far, the FDA has declined to authorize any cannabinoid products without a prescription, and the agency issued a consumer alert last September saying that Delta H THC may have potentially harmful byproducts or contaminants due to the chemicals used in the process. The idea that cannabis retail stores might sell marijuana to youths is a persistent claim by opponents to cannabis. But research shows that the opposite is happening. A new study was published in the Journal of Safety Research, and it was made available online this month. The study was titled, What is the Likelihood that Underage Youth Can Obtain Marijuana from Licensed Recreational Marijuana Outlets in California, a state where recreational marijuana is legal? The study's researchers sent out patrons who were undercover and looked underage. They went to 50 randomly selected retail locations in California to see if they could get marijuana without furnishing an ID as required. The study's researchers said that it appears that licensed recreational marijuana outlets in California are checking young patrons for identification of their age. They also added, It was somewhat surprising that there was 100% compliance with the ID policy to keep underage patrons from purchasing marijuana directly from licensed retail outlets. It shouldn't have been surprising, though, as data from previous studies in Colorado and Washington state also showed consistency in always asking for proper ID, and thereby dissolving any persistent myths that youths would somehow be able to purchase from retail outlets once they were opened in a municipality. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later. Later.